Dans quelques minutes, Dominique Strauss-Kahn va pénétrer dans ce studio. In a few minutes, Dominique Strauss-Kahn will penetrate this studio. It's the first time he returns to France after his adventure with a young Hungarian with glasses named Piroska Nagy. Obviously, exceptional security measures have been taken. Following the arrival of Mr. Strauss-Kahn, in order to ensure the security of the personnel, female employees must wear long, unrevealing and non-sexual clothes. Leather, stilettos and chic underwear are banned. By way of example, managing editor Hélène Jouan will welcome Dominique Strauss-Kahn in a burqa. Hélène accueillera DSK en burqa. French humorist Stéphane Guillon ta- taking aim at IMF head Dominique Strauss-Kahn over his reputation as a womanizer. What makes this tape especially revealing is that it aired on French radio two years ago, and that Dominique Strauss-Kahn was actually on his way into the building when Stéphane Guillon was speaking. Tous les endroits sombres et reclus de la station, parking, toilettes et certains placards ont été condamnés. All the dark and reclusive areas of the station, the bathrooms, the parking lot and certain cupboards have been locked up. Our last resort will be the evacuation of female personnel to other floors of the building. Alors on va faire un effet de sirène. Voilà, à ce signal. At this signal, all women should head towards the elevators. Do not run. Stay calm. Don't panic. Don't panic. I'm sure everything will be okay. We're going to put bromide in his coffee, and for the first time, there will be two cameras. One filming the guest, as usual, and the other under the table, to make real sure nothing's going on. Well, it seems Dominique Strauss-Kahn's behavior toward women has been an open secret for some time, long before more serious criminal allegations emerged this week. Mr. Strauss-Kahn is in jail in New York City this morning, having been denied bail on several charges that he sexually assaulted a hotel maid. In the wake of the charges, a French writer named Tristan Banon alleged that he tried to assault her in 2002, an experience she's alluded to publicly before. Neither of the allegations has been proven in court. Melissa Bounois has been covering Dominique Strauss-Kahn for several years. She is based in Paris for the British newspaper The Guardian. Good morning. Good morning. What was your reaction to hearing the news about the charges and the allegations of sexual assault by Mr. Strauss-Kahn? I heard about it on Sunday morning. I I was shocked. You know, I just read the article of the New York Post and I was surprised that what I mean, what I read was so with so many detail about that story. It seems really, really strange. So when I I read that, I was shocked, and everybody was talking about it. It was Sunday morning, and uh, it made big news and headlines everywhere in France. Well, we just heard that bit of comedy. It is clearly well known that he was a womanizer. How would you describe his womanizing reputation? Uh, it is well known among journalists and politicians that uh, Dominique Strauss-Kahn was kind of a scout chaser. Uh, we heard a lot of stories. We we knew he had an affair in 2008 and uh, he publicly apologized about that. Except for that, we, we knew that uh, several politicians uh, complained about his uh, behavior during meetings and uh, some some of them had trouble to work with him uh, sometimes. And, and so it, it seems that uh, Strauss-Kahn was known for years and years uh, for this reputation, but it was not uh, that violent. Uh, I mean, now he's, he, he could be guilty of a rape. It's not proven yet, but... 
Mm-hmm. I was just going to make the point, of course, allegations of being a skirt chaser or a womanizer are different from uh, allegations of a, of a criminal assault. Um, the idea that he was charged with assault and that he sits in a jail now, is, uh, how surprising is that? I mean, it's it's shocking. It's shocking. I mean, we we couldn't. Uh, I mean, imagine a, a political man with uh, this reputation. I mean, is the the IMF manager doing uh, these uh, these things? I mean, it's 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 horrible. So now to consider him as a, as a political man and a, an international uh, leader, it, it's really dif- difficult. Even though it's not proven, but if it's uh, if it happens to be true, it will be really really difficult to to you know consider that man as a as a leader or as a political man and and you know there's at least one french journalist uh, jean catramay who commented i guess it was in 2007 when mr strauss-kahn was named to the head of the imf that his interactions with women too often bordered on harassment and he said at the time that it was well known but that no one talked about it why why was that a lot of journalists they almost felt guilty because they they kind of knew uh, his reputation and some of them uh, complained publicly uh, i think it was spokeswoman uh, Aurélie Filippetti uh, for the socialist party who complained in the the Swiss, uh, switzerland uh, newspaper le temps it was 4 years ago about about this aspect she said he was really really insistent and seducing all the time and she she couldn't work with him and she asked uh, he, if she could not uh, work with him in close spaces. So we knew about that already, but nobody pressed charges against him before. So we still have to be cautious. But uh, I think all the journalists right now uh, are asking themselves if uh, they should have, you know, uh, talk about that before. But why do you think, is that is that the French media? Is that, is that, why do you think people weren't talking about it before? The fact is, uh, several former presidents uh, had affair before. Uh, socialist President François Mitterrand uh, had an affair and had an illegitimate, illegitimate daughter. Uh, we only heard about it uh, during uh, Mitterrand's last year of presidency, you know. And we also knew that uh, Jacques Chirac had several mistresses uh, and that, uh, you know, he was nicknamed the uh, uh, three, sh- three minutes shower included by his former driver. So we knew about that. And so we, I, I think it's not a French way, but if if it happened in the in the US, uh, I think politicians could have uh, quit their job uh, because of that. But here in France, it seems uh, private life is taken really cautiously. And um, I think that's why uh, since we did not have facts uh, about uh, about Soroskan, I mean, no 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 complaints, no allegations, no charges, uh, we we didn't uh, dig further. And and how do you think someone with that reputation, even if it's rooted in rumor, could rise to such a powerful position? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, a, a, historian, a French historian wrote a book about how politicians were kind of womanizer and how, how it almost helped them to be, you know, seductive during their campaign. So I think, you know, when you, you, you become a politician in France, you have to to get this seduction and uh, and... and I think Strauss-Kahn had this, but uh, we never thought it could be uh, so violent. Is there a lesson to take away now 
about when rumors of this nature need to be taken more seriously or yeah, I think this story will change everything. I mean, uh, the way journalists uh, uh, do their investigation about private life. Before, we were really, really cautious about it. And now we we will have to take that into account. I think all the French voters will, uh, will consider private life more seriously. Okay, Melissa Bounois, thank you for speaking with me. Thank you. That is Melissa Bounois. She's a reporter with The Guardian, and she is based in Paris.